Hello, my dear friend and distant DNA relative. So this is about my fifth time trying to get to you. And I just thought that we were having the best chat and realized that I never pressed recording. So I'm thinking this is going to be really, really good because I've tried to get this message to you. And what have I tried to get to you? Something that just really, really blessed me and enlightened me the other day. And the only persons I could think about were my family and distant DNA relatives. And I was like, I really, really want to share this. So before I share it, I'm going to read a verse to you because I need to read the verse because I want to connect it into what I would like to share. And so I'm going to begin by reading this to you, and then I'm going to welcome you. So please don't go, especially if you're new. I really think this will bless you, okay? Stick with me, and stick with me until the end, please. Please grant me the privilege and the honor of your presence. So let me read this to you. I might read three verses, but they're really short. Jeremiah 10:6, and check it in any version that you're comfortable with. There is none like you, Lord. You are great, and great is your name in might. And then 1 Samuel 2:2. There is no one holy like the Lord. Indeed, there is no one besides you, nor is there any rock like our God. And then 1 Chronicles 17, 20. O Lord, there is none like you, nor is there any God besides you, according to all that we have heard with our ears. So those three verses is what I'm going to connect, and I hope that I'm able to share with you. Welcome, friend. Welcome, distant DNA relative, and welcome, new friend. Welcome to A Place for Joy. A Place for Joy is a video podcast, and it continues to evolve. But at this season, it is my sincere desire that it is a place where I can enlighten, encourage, and inspire. And today, I would like to do all three to you. I would like to share with you a verse that is not really a verse. It connects to those verses, but it's something that you already know. But it became alive in my spirit. And I also knew that if I shared it, it would go deeper into my spirit which is what you will have to do as well so that it can bring forth much fruit. So here it goes. Let me say again, welcome and thank you for the graciousness that you took to click on my channel. Please be a part of this circle and family of friends. Please share and please come back. And please, please know that it is an honor to have you. This is what I would like to share with you. From the, what we read, we know this, 
God is not like us. You're probably saying, but we already know that, Joy. That's my name if you're new. But do we? I would have said that in a moment, but I didn't understand how much it connected to the truth to liberate me. Because, friend, I feel like something was peeled away within me. Why? Can I be very honest with you? I've always struggled with this truth. You know, John 3, 16, Christians tend to rattle it off. And even non-believers and people who don't know tend to know this verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. I'm not going to dissect that verse, but I'm going to a part of the truth of the verse, and it's for God so loved the world. I always had no problems thinking that God loved the world, and I still don't know the full impact, understanding that that means he actually does, but I always kind of put myself on the side like, I know he loves those people, but does he really love me? And Christians and religious people and friends may say, well, why would you think that? We think it in different ways, but we don't really say it. Because when things happen to us that really hurt us, our go-to mode isn't, you know, what God really loves me is like, did he forget about me? Especially during seasons where things are rough and painful. You're like, does he see me? Does he know me? For me, it has to do with inconsistencies. It has to do with childhood traumas. Um, it has to do with life. Where we exalt our experiences above the knowledge of God's word. That's what it really is. Because if you think about Eve, if y'all know me enough, y'all know I like going back to the garden. When the devil got her to question, to say, did God really say? She went into this mode in flesh, like he might be holding something back from me. This same God who gave me everything and a choice to make Maybe there's more. We, we do that in roundabout ways where it's like you have some people who tend to have this bent like, which is kind of pride and jealousy where they're like, well, how come that happened for that person but not for, this, for me? Well, how come they got more than me? We got the religious spirit that says, well, how come I did everything for the Lord and look what happened to me? and it didn't happen to them. And then you got the quiet ones like me who we may say nothing, but we're like, Lord, do you really like me? Because you see, I'm questioning your word. I'm doing the same thing, but I'm like, well, you see, I'm not good enough, which is another sense of false pride because basically I'm saying that my sins or my inadequacies or my inconsistencies are greater than the grace of God. I'm being kind of real and raw, right? Yeah. Um, 
we're all, all guilty. And so then we think, how can this God that we don't know and we don't see, how will he respond to us? Because we're watching and we're not watching him strike people with lightning when they do things that we perceive are just terrible and against his word. Where's the judgment that we're expecting? And um, shout out to a friend, a, a subscriber and encourager, who she said, because we're all in that club with the Sons of Thunder, um, where we think that, you know, we would see him better if as soon as, especially if it's somebody that's not part of our inner circle, if they did something wrong, if the justice and the Lord spoke from the clouds and he just did what we expected him to do and he fried them to a crisp and extended mercy to us, of course, then we would say, yes, God is there. But because we don't see him moving and acting and being on time, like the way we expect him to, or listening to our whinings, or even ignoring us the way we think sometimes, but we don't say it. We all assume that he's like us. And so we expect for his MO or his responses to be either like how we were responded to as children by our teachers, by parents, by ourselves and friends, by bosses. We, we kind of conjure up this God, you know? We have, depending on our culture, we, we make him like us. And so we expect him to respond, to think, to look, to smell like us. And when he doesn't measure up to the bar that we have for him, then there are questions. That's actually why we worry, you know, because, because I am not dependable. How can God be dependable? We don't say it but we worry um, because I prayed for this person and they didn't get healed and maybe they even died or I lost a spouse or a child. I might not say it. Some people do, but I'm like, is he really good? Is he mad at me? All of that is from our faulty thinking because when I read in the beginning, I read that he's not like us. Friend, what was so liberating to me was because it finally hit my spirit that God is not like us. And because he is not like me, glory, hallelujah, because he's not inconsistent, because his love is not limited because he's not moved by feelings. He's moved by faith because his love is steadfast and not conditional because he does not look like me because he doesn't get tired because he doesn't change because things don't move him because he lives outside of 
all of the mess that we deal with. Because he is God, because there is none like him, now more than ever, just recently, glory to God. Thank you for your obedience, Heather. Thank you, friends of my Bible study. Thank you, pastors who have said it for years. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I finally know that because he is not like me, and friend, because he's not like you, that's why we can trust him. Because he said he can be trusted. Because he does not lie, he doesn't know how to. When I get discouraged, he's not tired. When I get tired with myself, he's not tired with me. When I wake up and I'm a different version of myself, which can change different times during the day, he's the God that changes not. When I'm unlovely, he loves me still. When I'm not gracious, he can't help but be kind. When I sin, he's the God that forgives and forget. I remember, I have to choose not to hold grudges. He just forgives. The thief on the cross, he didn't say, let me think about it. He said, this day you will be with me in paradise. Friend, this has so helped me because when he says he hears my prayers, I guess we repeat and we whine because since we choose to listen and we have conditional hearing, depending on who's talking to us on what type of day, we think he listens like that. But all of this comes back to the fact that even though we can rattle it off, and wearing on a teacher, God is not like us. He's not like a man, like I don't lie. We don't really believe it. But now I'm coming to tell you, I finally have come to believe it through a move of the Holy Spirit. Share kindness of God. And I was like, I've got to share this with my friends. I've got to encourage you that whatever season you're going through, He's constant. He's God. He loves you. He loves me. As a friend said, thank you, friend. You know who you are. He loves every version of you. He chose you. He selected you. And before he formed you in your mother's womb, he knows, knew you. He knows you by name, and he formed you so that you could get to know him and to know his love and to manifest it because he is love. And his desire towards us and his plans are all good because goodness is, it inhabits in him. He is so utterly different from us. That's why we can trust him. That's why he wants us to know him. That's why we can believe what he says, because he's not like us. And I can relax, I can breathe, 
I can remind myself because he's not like me, it is well. And I had to come and share that. You know this, but remind yourself when you're going through something, when you don't understand it, when it's painful, when you're going through a season that you can't see the end, uh, the light in the end of the tunnel, when you're just questioning or lonely, the fact that he said that he's with us and he's not going to leave us and those of us who have asked him and those of us who have not, that he says he's near to us and the brokenhearted and all we have to do is ask, guess what? It's true because he can't lie. He can't lie. He doesn't know how to because he's not like us. So I, I, if you see me wearing my t-shirt, I actually believe it now. He is not like us. Glory to God, he's not. And that's part of the message of the gospel. Why he took, created a body and came to tell us, I'm not like y'all, but I want you all. And I want you to know me. And I want you to know me because that's how you will be known. And you will know yourself. And you will know it's okay that you're accepted. Because y'all can't do it. So I did it for y'all. And I need you to come to me so you can have that security that you're loved. You're accepted. You're liked. You're my beloved. And I can help you walk through this life. And it's all because he's not like us. So I have a Bible first I have to learn. And so I need to read it to you and practice. And you can learn this too. It's Exodus 34, 6 to 7. The Lord passed before him and proclaimed. And this is Moses. The Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding instead fast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgressions and sin, but who will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquities of the fathers on the children and the children's children to the third and fourth generations. The Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, for thousands and forgiving if you ask him. I've asked, please ask if you haven't because he's a steadfast God, abounding in love and kindness for you and me. And he's not like us. Peace to you, my friend. And thank you for coming to my channel. I hope this blesses you. How can it not? He's not like us. Peace.